0: Hello and welcome to Black Mirror Cracked, the podcast for all your Black Mirror needs. My name's Chandrika, and I'll be your host.
1: But then it's, I've always been a fan of those sorts of story, I suppose, like the Wicker Man, you know, where, yeah. where or, um, I mean, White Bear, we did an episode called yeah. White Bear, which we kept calling the Wicker Van, because it's a bit where she puts <laughs> in a van near the end.
0: Today we'll be talking about the episode White Bear. It's from season two and it's all about crime and punishment. Joining me are two of my colleagues.
2: Joanne Mowney. I'm deputy audience growth editor and Netflix not chill, extraordinaire. You're not chill about Netflix? Yeah, that's
0: that's what I was going for. That's what we want. And in front of me I have...
1: Kyle O'Sullivan, um, TV reporter, um, sort of soap expert, Love Island expert, um... Jeremy Kyle expert, just all the big shows.
0: And are you a Black Mirror expert?
1: I would like to think so, mean we're going to find out today. He's a man of
0: many notes. You have notes yourself. No, notes are a good thing. So, when, um, when I spoke to you guys about doing an episode, we talked about two of them in particular. So this one, White Bear, and also Shut Up and Dance. Um, how did the big reveal in White Bear make you feel, Kyle?
1: Um... I mean, it, it's shocking because you're you're rooting for her the whole way through uh, Victoria um, and suddenly this reveal that she's, she's a criminal and what she's done is a pretty horrific crime to a young child so it makes you question everything you've seen before and it's one of those that you almost want to go back and watch again straight away to see the, what bits you missed and what things actually... the other meaning of things that happened.
2: It's a little bit like... Um the amount of information you have so as a journalist I always think this like what we say to people and what we present as fact is what that people take it to be so like tv is probably worse in this case and that's my that is actually how I watched I'm super suspicious so all the time when I was watching White Bear you're thinking there's something going on something going on the reveal comes and then you're thinking back to the whole episode going really what this is about is how we represent the facts people they just absorb it and they the, the way we think she's innocent or she like we like her is because we don't actually know about this unforgivable crime. But when you look back at it, you're going, Oh, wait a second, now I see what she's done in a whole new light, and it's an eye for an eye, isn't it? The whole, the whole episode is about this kind of pitchfork mentality when you see something in the news and we demonize murderers, and
1: yeah, murders. and it sort of does the punishment match the crime because the whole way you even once you've got the reveal, you're thinking, Actually. She doesn't remember it. Um, she's going through this like ordeal every single day and you're going, is that actually an appropriate punishment? Um, it, li- it links to quite a few others. It links to um, Black Museum from the latest series um, where you're getting that repeat sort of torture and going, are you actually torturing the right person? Because she can't remember it. It's like, it's like when you're torturing your computerised self and... Yeah, it's a real it's a real moral dilemma because you sort of you want to side with justice but then you're thinking, Is it, it's gone too far the other way?
2: But then is it justice? Because the whole point is she doesn't remember it. So if you're just repeating something, she's actually not going you're going you're having a bit of confusion and those kind of emotions throughout it. But apart from that reveal, you're not having that moment of going, Well, I really feel like I've been punished now Whereas everybody else around her that's watching, that's got that kind of you know, Kill the Beast Beauty and the Beast reference there mentality you've got to have a Disney reference or the Mary of course if you don't have that mentality is there any kind of feeling of justice because I think the feeling of justice is very different to the display of justice in the episode it's how I feel about um, White Bear Shack and Dance half of them is like what is justice in this because they her living it is for other people's gratification
1: yeah and not only that it's like who's actually profiting Profiting from this crime, um, you, you look at it. You d- it's not actually clear, but you think, would is this actually like a, a state run? Um, the sort of the white bear justice park is it state run i mean you think would they waste that much money on one person um but then you're thinking actually if it's a money spinner i mean they're charging i mean i don't i can't remember the prices but they were extortionate just for the car park let alone <laughs> you're thinking had. of like hospital I, was thinking parking. If I was actually well, going you're there. thinking of
0: disney actually it's like yes. the horrifying opposite of a disney park
1: yeah
0: isn't it yeah
1: and, yeah. and there is, it's like, yeah, I mean, like the bit at the end where it's like, buy your sponges and throw them at, yeah. the, at the Pope, the weird Pope-mobile. Yes. Um, yeah. That goes down. And then, yeah. It's funfair
2: like mentality as yeah, well. Yeah, it, but,
1: but And there is that bit of, I, what I found really odd about is that the, you've got the rules as well. Yeah. And the, one of the, the rules were so no, no talking, keep your distance and enjoy yourself. And I find it really odd that enjoy yourself is a rule because, as you said, if you were at a theme park, you wouldn't be everyone going around and going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. So the, it feels like the fact they need to say that means they know it's wrong. Right, bears pretty much all about perception.
2: Or is it that you're saying enjoy yourself because when you look at it from the other side, you're, it's like trolling. Why would someone troll? You're only trolling because you enjoy it you get some kind of kick out of it and if you forget that that's why you're doing it it just becomes nasty and there is no justice or there is no purpose in that
0: not that trolling's good trolling's bad people well it's a weird day out because if you think it's like a family day <laughs> yeah. out they can't talk to each other and it does explain the creepiness of them like standing there with the phones but you can't talk you can't comment on it you can't be the peanut gallery getting she deserves it so it is quite a weird experience for the onlooker to enjoy for a person who's bought the ticket oh, yeah. it's a voyeuristic thing
1: well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. They're going home and, like, putting those videos on Facebook and going, oh, lol, look what I did today, and people are liking it. Sending it's, it
0: to the papers. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. it's just a really, yeah, bizarre thing. And then and I, and as well, they actually get quite... Considering what she's done, and if they think she's this big background, they get quite close to her. That makes me think, again, like, she's obviously not that dangerous because you wouldn't be going anywhere near her, so... It's a different
2: kind of crime, though, isn't it? So, like, this yeah, one yeah. is... It, I think Black Mirror often pits, like, when you say saying Shut Up and Dance earlier, you pick, like, a child as the victim, and immediately it's like, this is unforgivable. It, you've gone too far. and it may, That's the kind of horrible, sick feeling you get when you get the twist in Black Mirror when it's to do with kids. Um, and it gives it a different meaning to it. But I think in this one, when you know what she's done, she's not going to go and do anything really to them. Her, her complicit nature in the crime, with the partner and the abducting the child, is it's a specific crime against a child. So I think in terms of how dangerous she is, I never thought of her as dangerous, even with the reveal. It's more... You've what made someone do that. That's like a horrific thing to do. And you've hurt a child. So therefore, then everyone in that is like, you absolutely deserve this retribution idea as opposed to like like reforming her because that's not the purpose of White Bear. It's getting a kick out of seeing her suffer as opposed to reforming anyone.
0: Well the real world examples which I think of are Rose West and Myra Hindley and it's really weird to think of Victoria Scalane played by Lenora Critchlow from Humans among many other things, great actress and it's really odd to think of her in the same thoughts as these quite old women who feel like they're from a different age but she is the accomplice and the relationship is often part of it, the women often say we were under a spell and you can kind of call that memory wiping a spell of some kind and it's hard to know how far they were trying to please the person they were with. What do you what do you think anyone gets out of the memory wiping in a kind of rehabilitation way? Does, what does that achieve?
1: I mean, not yeah. As you say, not a lot really. I mean, and and as it you sort of I think when you see she's as it wiped in the second day, she wakes up and I feel like she's a bit more groggy than the last time so you're like is this physically having some detriment on her and will it become a sort of black museum level where once it goes on too much and the pain gets too high she will sort of become this vegetable um but she's sort of like it's like she she's like their their money spinner she's like their their produce almost it's it's a yeah so it's the same as black museum yeah she's the exhibit yeah yeah
2: the, the kind of center focus or what people come for I was just thinking that the Netflix show that's just about autocarbon, that's the whole idea. Like you re-sleeve, but you lose something of yourself each time because your brain can't cope with going to a new body. Um, The idea is to live longer, but at what cost? Because you're losing a bit of yourself. So like you said, maybe the memory wiping and thing, there's going to be a shelf life to that. But then how long does punishing someone go on for? That's like holding a grudge. That's the wider question. How long do you hold this grudge for?
0: Yeah. What do you think of all the actors in it? And and they're kind of their relationship to her. Like some of them help her to begin with, and deal with this terrified person who's like born again every day. But then they all at the end are kind of they almost become hostile and retreat behind an invisible wall. Like what would you do in that position?
1: Yeah, I, I, it's really yeah. It's all just like yeah. Who who's like applying for that role? Oh, I want to I want to go and act it's like these out of work actors that obviously do that. And they're, yeah, they they sort of yeah risking themselves. I've just say she's not that dangerous, but you, you, I suppose there's an element of risk she really forms a tight bond there yes. and and when she comes back to save her in the I bit in the forest Jen. yeah played by Tuppence Middleton, remember yeah. the Um yeah. yeah she comes back to save her in the forest and it's like this woman saved my life multiple times she yes. sees the guy die sort of hears him die and so there's a lot of emotions running there and it's yeah and then you, you see the, the bit at the end and you just see them all having a cup of tea whatever. do you think Black Mirror looks at
0: crimes against children for a particular reason is there a tabloid mentality where tabloid readers tend to get angry about these things and there tend to be campaigns um sarah's law being a particular one about a decade over a decade ago
1: yeah i do think joanne said it's the minute children are involved you're instantly against that and it's i mean it's weird this because the actual details of what she did or didn't do are a bit shady and you 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 get the impression it was yeah mostly the boy the boyfriend the partner um He's obviously well, he's killed himself, so he's he's avoided the punishment. And if anything, it's like yeah, she's got a punishment worse than death, and she's taking the full brunt of the crime, whereas she only played a certain part of it. Obviously, still bad, but wasn't she shouldn't be getting the full brunt. See, you're doing what we
2: were saying earlier, though, because this is what I mean. When you're watching it, you make assumptions based on it. So we don't you don't actually know, like you said, because it's vague. She might have been. fully complicit it's like we make assumptions about someone's role whether that's because of gender or like you said someone takes their life you go okay that's a coward's way out they've kind of already they've avoided punishment whereas she stuck around so then she gets what a point or something it's like a weird tally we do in our heads it's like a tabloid tally like it's a game you play when you go okay what has this crime got like did they do this to them did they do that it's also like um Whenever, like when I used to do court reporting, you, you go along and you do play that kind of... It's not a game. What but, makes it a good story yeah, or not? yeah. It, it's the same thing you're doing. We all do it when we see a crime. So you see it on the news and I go, oh, that's bad, but at least that didn't happen. And then as soon as mm-hmm. that gets added into it, it's ten times worse. I was thinking um, part of it is this... Um, the tabloid part is more... Some of the shows you mentioned earlier when you were saying about your expertise. You say, like, Love Island or um, even 70 Big Brother they've kind of become this thing now where we want them to suffer and the mentality of that now is like this is boring because no one's suffering and so if you apply that to news or murders or court case or anything like that or in this case what she did unless it has these elements you're not going to get that enjoyment like you said enjoy yourself you're not going to get that enjoyment out of that crime anymore why would i have that as a front page why would i have that as a story it doesn't tip my boxes the kind of moralistic part of it, we've desensitised ourselves to it. It's like, unless this is like a weird kind of drama, boo, hiss, I'm not getting my Well yeah, it's crime as is entertainment, show. isn't yeah. it? That's what White Bear Justice Park but is. The it's humiliation like of it. Yeah. Because she's mm. being humiliated. And mm. I'm only going to enjoy this, like trolling works on that basis. Yeah. I'm only going to enjoy this if you're completely humiliated, basically. And then what's the, what's the fun if you aren't reacting? I'm not kicking you when you're down.
0: And that's what Clayton's cookie becomes in at the end exactly, of black museum yeah. doesn't it um i think part of her crime that is spelled out is that she films the little girl's yeah. abuse and so then it's really weird the participants are, are putting themselves in her shoes and doing the same thing that yeah it's like really two, ru- two wrongs yeah it's, it's yeah. really
1: odd but an yeah, i suppose if if, if you I, I mean we're weird to see who gave her like if the judge that gave her that sentence like you're going to this park or they just sort of i don't know you have like different strands of criminals like, oh, you're too bad, you can't, but you can go there. And you're like it's some sort of middle ground where you can go there. Um, but I mean, as a deterrent, it's, I suppose it is quite a strong one um, for crimes. But yeah, is it, I don't, I think it's too strong a, a punishment. But yeah, if it got kids there, they're going, well, you, you'd never want to be put yourself in that situation
2: so when you're saying like is this a middle ground where is this point so um there was an interview with Charlie Brooker about it a while ago and he was saying when he first went to look at the location or they had the location for it they said this is like a like army base kind of thing and then he saw the fence and was like no that doesn't fit with this mindset of it and it said he then had to rewrite it quickly in two days for the new location they got because he wanted that more like generic set of it but when I was looking back, I was like, why would you change it? Because it didn't go into massive detail. It was like a part of an interview and the fence and that part. But that makes it more like a military operation, like you are dispelling justice. Because I think, like, if you think about, like, um, death row, that's what you see. There's all these, like, weird fences. It's all properly regimented. It's a system they have. It's You remove all this emotion. Whereas for me and White Bear, it's actually, even though they can't talk and they don't do that, you feel like there is that emotion to it. I was, why would you go there? Why would you do that? You are feeling something. So I thought it was quite interesting that he was like, no, that's the wrong setting. And then he also added the the twist in the end as a result of changing the setting too. So actually the way it ends is purely for the, the effect of that setting on the story. Maybe it's a disorientation mm, thing exactly. if she can't have the fence to guide herself by. There's no she- end. Like yeah. no, no limit to to what you're doing in that setting.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can run in any direction. Well that's the thing, yeah. So yeah, it exactly. make it different every day, so you might be like, Oh, I'll come back like a video in a game. month's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, I'll come back and see um what yeah, it might be slightly different. I mean, yeah, it's I suppose it's sort of it always it's always got to end in that same destination, at like that same point. But how you get um, in the journey, yeah. You can have
2: a different way of doing it. That's great. But yeah, I just, I just thought it was quite interesting in terms of like like you said, it's kind of limitless punishment. you mind wiping someone, they don't know where they are. Um, and the fact that there wouldn't be in the twist if it hadn't changed anyway, because for me, with Black Mirror, the twist or the kind of reveal is the big moment. And if, I would want to know what his original end was. Yeah. Like, how would this end if it didn't have that? I don't.
0: Would we just never know what her life was like? Yeah. This. And we'd leave it with sympathy for her. That would be really odd. Mm. Um, Charlie, if you're listening <laughs> give us a
1: shout tweet us and let us know uh... well I suppose it'd be a bit like a metalhead sort of you know, yes. sort of yes. running I mean because that one you could have put a twist in that one like oh these dogs are actually coming to kill her because she's done something like mm. you're just sort yeah. of running yeah
0: yeah
2: I think we need a reason though you always need a reason I find that with that not just Black Mirror but like any right. of these scenarios like the most most things like you need you do need the information like I think people just want it or maybe
0: it's just me having a burning need to have answers you, all the time. What do you think it's behind that? Is it that we try to understand how another human being can do this when we've never felt the urge to, to murder? Like, actually, really. I mean, we've had bad days at work.
1: But...
0: <laughs> never
2: killed anyone. Never killed. Well, it's,
1: it makes it less scary because if, if you're like, they did that for that reason, yeah. you're, you can sort of gauge it. Whereas if it's like some random person just one day decided I'm going to kill a child, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my God, like, that could be anyone. So it makes it. Senseless crimes yeah. are kind
2: of the worst in that sense. It's like another level, like we're saying about kids' crimes. If it's senseless, you're just like, I have no rhyme or reason to this. Yeah, uh, I don't know why this would happen.
0: Why would this happen? Isn't this what news writing often is about? Maybe not the initial story, but the further you go into a story like Maggie it has been going for a long time, anything about John Venables, who's both fascinating and horrifying. You try to find what's made them. And I, I don't personally believe in evil. I don't think anyone is purely just evil, but I think there's psychology behind it. It can be a disorder, possibly. But they might just be a person who's born a certain way or has been... I think, I think particularly with Victoria skillet, that relationship, the case, they stay there and they're, they're judged very differently. I think it's like
2: this has gone down a different semi fascination of um, death row obsession I have whenever I watch. I think Black Mirror has it. Well, and look at
0: what Clayton's wearing. Exactly, in, you know, but in but,
2: Museum. but I watched like I'll, I'll carry on watching like any program on death row or the um, Louis Thru kind of thing when he did the mental oh, health he's series. Great. Yeah, with that it's kind of actually both of those strands to it are kind of the same thing that maybe appeals to me, like with Black Mirror to me because purely. When you're looking at it you sometimes get reasons sometimes you don't sometimes mm-hmm. you have answers but the death row fascination comes from like like that's karmic eye for an eye biblical retribution which is what white bear is it's like there is no mm. question here you've committed a crime there's this kind of karmic need to re-level things like it's like it's from an older time exactly yeah. but then that part that kind of attitude to crime i was like is it from an old time because sometimes people are like oh look we've changed so much we've come so far you go back to Victorian times and you have the kind of hangings and that kind of thing and this kind of um, mob mentality where they would turn up and you you buy tickets or you watch it and um, then you have um, like the Limehouse kind of theatre where they would copy the hangings and things because they're like "Yeah, it's 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 comedy it's entertainment they make fun of it and they go we're so much better than that now and then you look at the kind of stuff that we get a kick out of, and what shows we look at, we have this fascination. It just changed. You just troll in a different way. You you go on Twitter and you that like someone takes a different identity and they pick on someone. All you've done is changed the vehicle you are using. So when we're saying about the, like the biblical retribution of it all, you just change what you're using as a tool. Like they're using the um, phones in that the, they're filming it in White Bear. That in in itself is a different tool.
0: They use Twitter and Hated in
2: the Nation, actually. Exactly, see, man. I was going to say, there's other examples where now we have social media. It's just another vehicle for that. It has a positive, obviously, but I mean, if humanity in whatever vein will find a, a way to use a, something that's positive as a negative. And I think in this, if you could wipe someone's mind, say use that as a, a reforming way, they could, they could essentially wipe her mind and go, right, you've got clean state now because you, you haven't committed that crime it's a way of reforming her well, but they don't choose to do that
1: well yeah but then i suppose again it's as you were saying it's the like the nature versus nurture is she inherently got that inside her that she's going to do that
2: but her, her natural reaction when she is is this disorientation and stuff she's not we wouldn't feel sympathy with her as a character if we thought that about her i think it's kind of like you say it might not be that there's an inherently evil person disorders barring But there might be evil acts that we all know, like, that act, in no matter what way you do it, like, the children um, being added into it, that's evil. That actual act is evil, and our ability to create evil act is maybe more of a confusing,
0: muddly mix. Mm. But it's impossible to understand Mm. completely. Does she kind of get Ian Rannock's punishment as well, being the last one standing at that couple?
1: Yeah, no, definitely because it's yeah. Say there's there's this sort of you, you get a the sense there's yeah this nationally big national outcry, um, yeah. and it pops up in quite a few other episodes as well. Um, so um, I mean, in Black Museum, you've got her up on, as one of the exhibits. Um, mm-hmm. In Shut Up and Dance, there's a little sort of thing on the computer that says her trial's coming up. Yes. Um, so um, it's obviously a big talking point, and it's yeah, I do feel she gets the the full brunt. Of the reaction that's coming out from the public,
2: it's because people also feel this need to have some kind of target or outlet for that anger. There needs to be an end to the crime. What is the end, mm. and what is that punishment? I
1: well, say so it's a it's a weird one. Like, yeah, what? Who does the judge make the decision? Does like do do they say? So like, would any jury, knowing that that was going to be a punishment? agree to that It's it's. there's a lot of sort of dilemmas and people sort of making decisions um, yeah and I say there's, there's a very it's a niche group of people that would be applicable for that punishment um, but I don't know it's quite a modern day apart from the mind wiping stuff it's very modern day it's something that could quite easily happen what happens um, now like yeah. you have any story
2: like you um, <laughs> not saying they are aren't guilty but I'm saying like you said Maddie McCann like there's people that are were like a mob mentality about her parents, and they still are. And Joanna Yates is a yeah, huge
0: there's example. There's so many. The poor girl in Bristol who was killed in her own, in her own flat, and um, a teacher from a local school who looked the type. This was the co- colour hair one. Yeah. So I remember the picture. And everybody's like, "Who
2: looks like a wrong one?"
0: Yeah, was, and so he was kind of piled upon by the media. And actually, was her neighbour who. Oh, awful story. So um, that was a true lesson in like judging a book by its cover. Do you think as well, I mean, some of the biggest podcasts out there are, are serial and about crimes, and some some of our big long reads are about crimes. What is it about criminal stories? Jack the Ripper, there's a fascination. People want to get close, but not too so close to that kind of story and that kind of person who's able to do it. I think you just want to understand,
2: it's like um, you were saying earlier, Carl, like, we don't like, I don't think anyone likes the unknown. There's, is there anyone... You might say to someone, they're like, yeah, I like being scared. I don't... There's, like, some kind of level to that. But you say to someone, do you just not want to know this? Because I'm going to help withhold the information from you. And they'd go, why on earth would you do that? I want to know this answer. Um, Like you said in Long Reads, any horror movie, there's, like, Wicker Man kind of vibes to uh, White Bear 2, and I quite like horror stuff. Mostly because... Charlie Brook is
0: a Wicker Man fan Exactly. As well. He was going to call one... Oh, this isn't in the interview. He joked that one of the episodes should be called The Wicker Van. I think it is this one. I because think it's it is this one, yeah. Because it,
2: it is pretty much like the same vibes. And um, I think whenever you watch a horror movie, you watch a scenario like that, um, you're you're like, Is that real? So one of the most searched things from like any horror movie is always like, Is this real? Annabelle Blair Witch Legend. <laughs> Slender, which is the one I just did, yeah. Um, and I think, from my own point of view, whenever I'm thinking what features I want to do, it's because I've watched something and I've gone, "Is it real?" and start researching to it. Or is there
0: a story? There's a village that had something like this. Mm. The the people onlookers are very children of the corn to me. The silence is deafening. It's really scary. I think to to keep someone trapped in this silence when no one's saying anything real to her is very
1: exactly. And you're right. There's like there's things in there that are needlessly cruel. I mean, like you've got the um, White, that white symbol that keeps appearing that was her boyfriend's tattoo that sort of triggers flashbacks, you see. Um, and you can sort of see it's, it's in there for like a, a, a plot line so you sort of see what happened. But also, it's, yeah, it's triggering her memory and it's just, what, yeah, why, why, what what, person's thought, oh, we'll put that in, that'll be a bit of fun. Like, because no one actually watching there is going to see that. Um, and yeah, say the bit with the, the sponges at the end and just getting dragged through the street, there's just bits, it's like, did they sit down and go, oh, it'd be interesting to see what they did and like oh right that'll be funny and all oh, that that'll give everyone a laugh um and how and well yeah how far they go with that you'd think if it's like a theme park this they build on this and would they have extra people in there would they they'd have to ramp it up because it, people would come and it would get boring it's like jurassic park it'd be like oh we've seen dinosaurs
2: i think more like, we need um, to get more you know um thought park is during uh, the year of the walking dead and it's like a thing they ramp it up and now there's actually zombies in the ride they're opening the new ride so you add all these elements because you're right like at some point everybody goes yeah I've kind of seen this bit now and it doesn't yeah. satisfy you anymore yeah. which is actually the problem with the whole demonisation of people because at some point you're going to reach a max level where everybody goes "Meh." like they've done what like like terror attacks you reach a point where you go not, not through like a, a bad thought of everyone's own but you start hearing about them and you go oh wow, it's the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah. well, the see, gun crime have... in the
1: US. Yeah.
0: yeah. Traffic going yeah. down. Yeah. And unless it directly affects people, there's an initial rush of search and social, but then it... You start out, yeah. yeah. Because you just,
2: you get so used to it. that It's sensitization where you're like, wait a second, we shouldn't, you need to have that kind of check to go, wait a sec. Actually, in one sense, because of the reveal at the end of White Bear and things like Shepard Dance and things like that, um, you that's your check like having a reveal going yeah you you've rolled through this thinking this was the way it was but let me just chuck this in here because that's going to take you back and you go wait I've just totally absorbed all that and felt sympathy for someone or the you know the adverse going they must have done something and then you realize wait so I'm wrong or uh, I didn't have all the facts or I've been so ready to demonize that person or react that way and it should be a check for people. Black Mirror should, is essentially a check that you watch it and you feel like properly rough at the end, going, nice. I feel horrible for you and kind. But then you walk away going, Oh, that's quite good because it makes you take a step back and go, Oh, wow, there are genuinely horrific things. I shouldn't be so cavalier about a murder or, you know, someone having the ability to abduct and do those kind of things to children. Like, that never
0: will be okay. It shows the power of. Strong storytelling that we care about the protagonist, usually in any well-told story. In this case, Victoria Scalane, Shut Up a Dance, we're going to get onto it, and there's a very similar theme in that way: that you've empathised with someone on a human level, and then the reveal of who they're and what they've done. Does that make your feelings any less worthwhile, though? Isn't it still worth trying to empathise where you can, as a good human being who is not committing crimes right the second in the sound booth? Once you're out the door, you're, you're in person. <laughs> It's it's a good thing that we are able to feel that. That's why it's cathartic, I suppose. You can't help yourself because you immediately have
2: to form an opinion of someone. Is that when they say first impressions, right? It's just that the cards are put against
0: you in the first impressions in Black Mirror. I think the only possible exclusion might be someone who has been the victim of a crime similar to what Victoria has been part of very recently. And this is why we don't put the recently bereaved in charge of trials and so on and yeah. and the retribution of the person who's committed it. But it does this kind of magical slate of hand thing on us. And I came I found White Bear very hard to watch a lot of the time and I'm glad that in Black Museum society has started to see that as a crime, clearly, to put it in there. But it's a hard watch and I think I just think Lenora Critchley does an amazing job. She's almost always
1: out of breath, looking wild eyed and terrified that lead actor is, and you say he's, he's, he's very spiteful and really, moist. but not only is he the lead actor, he's sort of the one running the park. Mm. He's introduced to be the to start. He's the one putting the headset on her at the end. It feels quite personal, yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. he? He's
0: there. Do you think some doing... people revel too much Well, though?
1: exactly. And he's sort of, yeah, he sort of, you sort of, there's, he sort of, he leaves a security guard up there who doesn't look as sort of, he's got to listen to her shouting a day. And he's sort of like whistling away, ticking off the calendar, um, and that's interesting as well. The calendar—it's like how long has this been going on for? I mean, I think it—it it was sort of two thirds of the way through the month, maybe. But it's like, yeah, had this could have been going for years or months, or and it's like, yeah, how long do you put this on for? Has the judge gone know She could be there for X amount of time. It's a
2: bottomless pit when you come to like yeah. the whole concept of an eye for an eye, because there should be some kind of end satisfaction where you're like, okay, my well of need for some kind of proper justice for it is gone but whoever truly goes wait I'm now satisfied by that like even again, with the people death- just lose interest well, exactly. the either go. they just move away from it but even yeah. with the, the um, death row thing uh, people constantly go like oh I feel better after this has happened but then they go back and interview them and they go well oh, actually I don't like he's he or she is dead now whoever's killed my relative or whatever well uh, actually I thought it would feel better is a common phrase and it's because, like, you seem to think that there's an end, that that's suddenly going to solve everything by giving that punishment. But I don't know, like, what does it actually achieve?
0: Does anything ever really make up for the things that are lost? Yeah, exactly. but
1: it'd be interesting to know if they, were, if they sort of go to the, the parents of this murdered girl and go, we're, we're putting um, Victoria in this, in this park... Do is this? Do you want this? I mean, she's got the photo of the little girl, and I feel that I feel like really that's her weird.
0: daughter.
2: See, I, I have this feeling I, it was her daughter. No, but is that? So no. this is the thing about yeah. not having the information though, yeah. because that means that by putting that on her, isn't that making her more sympathetic? you're like, yeah. wait, there's a kid. There's a kid involved. Yeah, and then like you're saying, if it's not, and then suddenly it's flipped, and you're like, wait, why are you holding that picture? You super creepy person. That's the kind of weird things where like you know, Hannibal Lecter put stuff on his wall and stuff. You go down completely a different route.
0: Yeah. I I got the strong sense that it was a daughter, I could be wrong.
1: I thought that was the girl she's killed. Oh, I think
0: both. I think Yeah the, uh, she I think she was complicit in yeah, her yeah, daughter's yeah. murder.
1: But and then it's like yeah, do it's like would you, you as the family want her to be having that photo. I don't it's a bit like having her close to her yeah, it's a bit it's odd. Depending yeah. on the fact. But see
2: then we've cycled back round to the beginning of when we were saying like this is uh, more tabloid than maybe broadsheet, but in terms of media and this mentality of us and how we take on news, you both have different views on it because of the information or the facts that you think you then have. I've I've read one thing into this. Yeah. And then I, your emotional reaction is based
0: Yeah. On so do you think stories of when that happens, when a woman has harmed a child are treated differently and when it's her own child, there are very conflicting emotions for anyone reading that story that there's actually a very strong sense of sympathy that something has gone very wrong with her to turn her own child and I really got the sense this she'd let her boyfriend into her life the boyfriend had abused the child and she'd let that happen and actually that would get a worse reaction so thanks to Kyle and Joanne for talking to me about White Bear as you can hear from the conversation they're ready to get talking about Shut Up and Dance make sure you look out for that episode in the future if you'd like to get in touch with us you can tweet us at Black Mirror. Or you can get me directly on at Sachandra C, And both of these handles should be written on the podcast platform you're listening to this from. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review, subscribe, click on stars and tell a friend. Um, that way other Black Mirror fans can find this podcast too. Goodbye.